Let's go. Let's fucking go, baby. We're back. Um, just going to lower my levels there. Um, hi, welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. Welcome back. Um, yeah, I'm going to start that over. Welcome back to Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and it has been a very, very long time since we've been sitting here. Um, but uh, it's going to be back. Uh, I took... It's been about a year now, and um, I'm uh, in a new place. I have a new setup. Actually, I've had this place when I was doing it over Zoom, but no one's really seen it yet. So, um, welcome to my new crib. Um, but uh, joining me for my first guest back uh, was voted most dramatic in uh, fifth grade. And um, they are a, a graphic designer, an artist. She's also like my partner. Um, we've been dating for quite some time now, uh, and I'm excited to talk to her a little bit about what she does and why she does it. Hi, Audrey. Thanks for joining me. Hi. I'm just going to say hi. Hi. <laughs> how are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm all right. Um, you know, I'm a little nervous with uh, this new equipment here. Um, it looks like a lot of stuff that could break if I like move weird you know or like mm -hmm. knock something over uh looks like a lot of shit i could fuck up but uh we're doing all right so far um so yeah uh i had a pretty chill day today uh how are you i'm doing all right it's um it's been all right it's been like it's just like the 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 vibe outside is like i'm just deceived by it because it was originally so sunny and you think it's gonna be warm and beautiful but in fact wasn't it was just it was just fine yeah. it was just fine yeah it was a chilly easter um you do anything for easter today uh i cleaned and i got coffee. did you paint some eggs no actually <laughs> it's funny um the only time like the last time i ever painted eggs was in college and um and when i went to visit my friends they are very like um scandinavian mm. so we actually did like well like i don't know scandinavian and like russian but like they did like the faberge eggs mm. and like so we actually did like the melting of the wax and drawing on it and like doing the different layers of like paint and to, like have these intricate designs mm -hmm. um, and i'm like i want to do that again so no but no mate painting of eggs ah uh. no i went to ikea though <laughs> You did what? I went to Ikea. You, just, you did? And, and you found the mushroom lamps. Yeah, I really wanted these mushrooms. There's like, you know, there, you know how the names go with Ikea. There's like yeah. the, the ones you can pronounce. But I just call them mushroom lamps. They look like tiny little mushrooms. <laughs> and I got them. So I'm pretty happy about it. You're living in an enchanted forest. Oh, yeah. A little fun guy. It's <laughs> adorable. <laughs> um, well, that's cool. Um, yeah, I also did not paint any eggs uh, um, or... You know, go uh, chasing after bunnies or uh, eating jelly beans. Didn't do, uh, unfortunately, uh, missed out on all of that today. I was kind of just anxious to do this all day. Um, it appears that we've got a uh, uh, heaping helping of um, oh, of uh, my uh, my brew of choice here. Uh, yeah, I've been... I'm still drinking hams. Um, so, Audrey, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so normally what I like, kind of before we really get into the nitty-gritty, I like to give a little background of, like, how I, like, know what I know about my guests already or, like, my relationship with them, like, how we, like, know each other and whatnot. And so I guess uh, it's worthy to share that um, – we went on our first date um, on Thursday. It will have been a year ago. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, it was April 21st. Wow. Actually, you remembered before I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you reminded me of the date, but oh, yeah. I'm looking at it on my computer right now. Yeah, it's in four days. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we uh, chatted on multiple dating apps. <laughs> hey, you have good music taste. Oh, thanks. you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> exactly how we sounded back then. You want to go over uh, to the to the old Bremen Cafe uh, for some uh, some trivia? Uh, and Unexpected. Yeah, we had no idea we were going to trivia that night. But and we uh, didn't we come in like third place or something? We came almost dead last, but first place in the the team name, which mm. we literally just got off the coasters 
at the bar. We're like, let's just do this because I, you know, you know, we were still trying to figure out the vibe, and we just yeah. kind of like what was in front of us. We just took what we had. <laughs> I've come to know you as as a creative, as an artist. Um, you have a website, honeysnob.com. <laughs> um, we'll talk about all of that, um, like what you're doing and what your career has looked like, um, where you got, how you became Honey Snob. But we have to start from the beginning, to be honest. Um, Audrey, my first question for you is really just like, when? tell me about how art really became a creative outlet for yourself when you were younger. Like kind of where did it stem from? Yeah, definitely. Um, so both my parents were creatives in their own rights. Um, my dad, who was actually a stay-at-home dad, um, he, um, growing up, he was, like, a jewelry maker. Um, he also did a lot of wire work. He also was a chef. So just, like, a lot of different types of creativity, I think, in, like, some somewhat non-traditional ways. As, um, especially kind of, like, being a man and, like, being creative in that way. I think, like, mm-hmm. I think that kind of gave him, tapped into him a sense of, like, I guess maybe, probably, I'm trying to think of the right words, the... I think it just gave him an outlet for him personally. I think mm-hmm. just kind of like where he come, was coming from, like growing up, being able um, to like have an outlet. And I think it was really important for me to see, um, well, at least know like there was like it's it's okay for men to have like this creative outlet for them to mm-hmm. have like the like to put their emotions into because sometimes it's not it's not really easy to navigate um, oh, yeah. having those emotions. I think just having yeah. emotions in general as being a man because you're either trying to bottle them up or just like rationalize them in some way. Um, and as for my mom, she she was the one who would go off to work, but she actually always went to, to Maya for photography and printmaking. Mm-hmm. She was always a painter when she was growing up. She liked to draw. Mm-hmm. Um, she was kind of a weirdo. Like, she was a weirdo. She was a middle child and, um, and just always the black sheep. So I think that instilled a kind of like the stereotypical like arts kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so because she, she, her career eventually didn't end up being in art. Um, she kind of took a different path, so she like, well, you know, maybe maybe my daughter will uh, like uh, doing smart work. Um, Shout so, out to Karen. Yeah, Karen, we love. Yes, we love it. And she and she made a point to say on the record, she is no Karen. She is no Karen. Karen is no Karen. Um, but before she got off to work, she would set some like set some art supplies for me, um, just to see like what I liked and just to have give me a chance to play around with like creating something and in, in like um in that way um and usually when i would when she would come from home from work i would be like drawing or painting or i'd be showing her what i made throughout the day mm-hmm. um and also because like when i was younger I, I grew up with kids next door to me who were like my age so a lot of the times we would also do a lot of different types of artwork especially if you like doing making our own plays mm-hmm. we play a lot of dress up too <laughs> i think that also gave me my own sense of like theatricality and Hell drama yeah. and just like being a character i'm 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 fine with myself being a character oh yeah I'm okay with that. I, I That's am why no I sh- love you. <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> I am no sham. You're yeah. Well, you do say in your Instagram bio, you uh, you are a Muppet. I right? am a Muppet. Yeah. I, I am a. I am the love triangle child, Miss Picky, and Kermit the Frog, and Gonzo. So <laughs> that's quite a dynamic there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I relate though to like. Um, kind of having some theatricality uh that i grew into like as i got like i don't know i was kind of a class clown were you a class clown i was a little bit yeah i was a bit of a cl- i was a little bit of a maybe like a class clown but also just like um i think just an eccentric maybe a little bit yeah yeah i did yeah definitely like that. i i wasn't i don't know i loved like i did act out i loved entertaining people you know obviously i liked impressing people when i was younger but like a lot of you know kids do when they're stuck in classrooms all day but um but i also like um as an eccentric uh like i relate to that too because like well for one let's backtrack a little bit so you said you like to put on plays and do dress up with your friends so like tell me about a play <laughs> your friends did gosh oh well not only plays with friends but also like i went to 
Lutheran schools. I had like kind of interesting like Lutheran themed musicals. Mm-hmm. I can get into that a little bit later. But uh, wow. I remember specifically doing like Hansel and Gretel. I remember like doing like dance styles. I remember like we would go like to like the pool and we would do like synchronized swimming. Um, I I just remember yeah, just like all types of just like dress up and getting and just like I remember also like my mom had like old like clothes when she like. Like go to discos. Yeah, she's old enough for the disco age, so she's not like, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like kind of like the, the kind of like clothes lying around. So I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna go to the nightclub. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show show what I got. Um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going out for cake cuisine. Cake cuisine. I think I've only had one cake cuisine in my life. Oh man. <laughs> but um, so I, those are kind of plays I did, and then going to Lutheran schools, like we. Couldn't we didn't do a lot of traditional plays or musicals because they weren't um, seen in God's image, right? They weren't uh, pure. Yeah, well, it was not pure, but just like well, yeah, pure, but but just like they didn't share a message that um, praises that, God. Yeah, that some, yeah, something some, that's godly. Yeah, or like a story from like the, the Bible, um, specifically because yeah. like the schools I went to were Lutheran, Missouri City, which were very much like about memory work, learning Bible, remod- like fully memorizing the bible reciting like passages knowing mm-hmm. all the books like i remember taking quizzes like how do you know the whole old testament like all the names and the order um and like so that kind of stuff like that so mm-hmm. i remember we would have there be plays like theme like that would show talk about like we have a christmas pageant like um where it was themed it, like the theme of it was judge judy huh. and like kind of figure out like where Jesus of Nazareth was born, Jesus of Nazareth, well, like the like, kind of like the trial, of, like Jesus, like not trial, of, like when he died, but like something along the lines of like his birth. I remember it said like like I was the character of Judge Trudy Justice. Mm-hmm. I remember I like I was very much a method actor. Mm. <laughs> watching oh Judge, yeah, you are Judge Trudy. I remember I had like a black choir robe. I remember like my first line was like order in the court, and my parents remember like they're behind, they were like. In front of somebody who, like, after I did that, someone behind was like, ooh, she means it, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had, like, weird stuff like that. And I also remember being in, like, jo- like something about, about like, Joseph, like, the whale. Jonah and the whale. I remember being in a play about Jonah and the whale. Oh, wow. And I remember having a solo. I remember I did some singing. I remember also being Princess Michael and, like, when like about play about David and Goliath. I remember I had a solo then, too. I did take a couple theater classes. Like, I actually remember going to, like, cr- like a Christian, like, a lot of, like, Christian acting camps. Oh, wow, yeah. And, like, especially vacation Bible school, too. And, like, I remember, like, again, like, a lot of times you had, like, the, the theme of God throughout them. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily an outlet for me to express like to express just like a different side of myself it was always the expression for god expression the message of god and jesus and the holy spirit which is fine which is great and all but it wasn't necessarily an expression of like who an extension of myself outside of christianity at the time because i was still you know growing up in the church growing up with yeah. the faith and going to schools well so like you also you have you've like said how like um, you know, you're an only child. How do you feel like being an only child kind of like played into how you expressed yourself? I think I, because again, I didn't have like older siblings to like show me the way. Like that's how this I assume like siblings go. Like I didn't have mm-hmm. like older siblings to like learn from or have banter with, or I didn't have younger siblings to like be a guide for. So yeah. I had to assume a lot about specific social situations. Again, I don't know if this is a hot take or anything, but why older children are kind of weird. In a good way. Like, I mean, like, in a way, like, they're, they're a little bit, they, they're a little, they're a little strange. It's okay, only children, we can admit it. It's okay. Yeah. Don't worry hey. about it. Don't worry about it. Hey. No, like, <laughs> no, like, there's definitely, like, um, pros and cons to, to both, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when you're an only child, it's like, hey, I get all the attention. Like, I have an older sister, but we didn't really, like, connect a whole lot when I was younger. Like, I also kind of feel like you and I have, like, clicked is because of, like, the goofiness, right? The silliness, the theatrics. Because, like, that energy can be infectious when it gets shared between two people. And I think that also stems from, you know, even though I wasn't an only child, I was also 
definitely very introverted, didn't really have a whole lot of like, didn't always feel validated, like whether it was at school or at home, I always felt like I was kind of misunderstood and I had to hold back like a lot of my like true self. Um, you know, I shared good times with like, you know, my sister and my family, but I also felt very like, I don't know, I was just a fucking nervous wreck. And that I think kind of developed me into sort of some of the theatrics too. Cause like, that's why I would act up in school. Like I would get in a, a fair amount of trouble. I had to move my clothes pen a few times. Uh, I, yeah, no, I would always be really upset if I didn't get the star, a star for the day. Like, mm. I would be really heartbroken. <laughs> I'd be like, how you? <laughs> you don't. I really worked really hard to be nice to all these people, <laughs> yeah. and then you're gonna come reward me with a star. But <laughs> fucking rude. Yeah. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah, and I think like there's nothing wrong with having all those emotions and being a sensitive person. I just, it, I think we need to make. I think we need to just understand like not all children are gonna be processing things same. Way or not all children are expressing the same way and i think we also need to understand that like different children like all children different different children need different ways of interaction they need different mm-hmm. ways of learning and i just think as we move forward in this society move forward um during this pandemic we're learning so many different ways that people are processing mm. information processing relationships and and growing and i think people are being a lot more accommodating and validating in how how different people are and i think yeah. i think we're it's great that we you and i get to see that people we get to see children like us when we were younger be validated in how they were who they were and understand like they're not wrong they just need different coping mechanisms they need different ways to interact with people um and and there's everyone's just special in their own yeah. way and i and i think there's nothing wrong with there's something wrong with being believing that you're special in some different way granted like not everybody is going to be 1000% famous and like everyone's going to know them but it's okay to navigate life knowing that you are you have something special to offer in in a certain spaces that you you enter into and you have to find that and um see how you can like just don't be afraid to use it yeah right and and as you grow you you learn to embrace some of those eccentricities or those quirks or those outstanding features of your personality that you felt like you you know couldn't fully like uh express when you were younger you learn how to um pour that into something and make something cool or do something cool with it at least you know um i hope that anyone who might have felt like under misunderstood or felt like they had to hold back who they truly are like growing up um i hope that all, everyone uh, finds a way to embrace all those things, and, and I think the thing is, a smart. It like I think smart is like an umbrella term for a lot of different types of ways people are smart. Like there are people who are mm-hmm. like I, I guess like spatially aware, have really good spatial awareness, really good at like organizing, yeah. really good at like it's nuanced, the space. yeah. Or like people are really good with like physical like people like again athletes are smart in their own way of understanding yeah. their how their body works and how it interacts with reflexes the sport. yeah and and then there's those people who inter- interpersonal people who are really good connecting with people too that is a really that's an like an intelligence totally. in itself and it just it's not the fact that like people aren't smart it's just like people have their their intelligence lie within different types of like experiences in life mm-hmm. and then unfortunately we just uphold different types of intelligence to higher degree like books like book smart or like like i like good taking tests people are good numbers people understand science um so that's why we we put like these different careers like doctors engineers um lawyers as like higher up in like the totem pole. Well, I don't want to say the term. Um, higher Societal up the, hierarchy. The, the cha- like the, the food chain. Food right. chain? The, the hierarchy. The, so, <laughs> the social hierarchy. The social hierarchy. This really academia-oriented system of success that we're so used to. Um, I think about people that are, well, like, that, you know, have, have gone through those paths and become very successful, like doctors, lawyers, historians, um, you know, like... Uh, scientists physicians like whatever whatever it's it's not like they don't still enjoy consuming uh things that 
are made creatively by other people too, right? Like they still can enjoy works of art. They can still people. They still enjoy movies. They enjoy music. They enjoy like everyone deserves a seat at the table. Um, to feel like you know they are like contributing something of value to society, even if it even if like that is an artistic or creative contribution, right? Like everybody, no matter what place they are in society or in class, like everyone, you know, consumes music, they consume film, they consume art, they consume food, all kinds of methods of people, you know, creatively making something out of nothing. It shouldn't be this hard for them to like find jobs and have opportunities because what the output of liberal arts degrees is still very highly valued by society. So why aren't we valuing the people that make them? People who go to college or higher education, the goal is to like, oh, you're going to further your career. And I think we need to step away from that. And just like, there are people who simply want to go get a higher education just because they're curious. They want to mm-hmm. learn. They want to gain more knowledge in that skills in that in, the, in that realm. It doesn't mean they want to like, oh, I eventually want a degree, a degree in a, a, a yeah. career in philosophy or a, a career in in English or history. Some people just really want that experience and be able to interact with people yeah. who are in that same sphere as them learning um learning on the same things that they're learning and be able to have those debates i think it's just the fact that like we you have to like we because we're in a world that does again still values a lot of those um careers that like make the money for our society to keep moving um a lot of those people who do move forward with degrees have to think like they think about like well how can i use this degree to show that i have something else besides somebody that was supposed to person who went to school for business or went to school for like economics and then there's some people who would like yeah i went to school and i studied european history but i'm like but like i would love to i would love just to like i would love to work at a coffee shop like and like because mm-hmm. that's really important like that kind of thing is still a good p- part of like I, I love working at a coffee shop right like, it's i have fun yeah. it's great and i am yeah. and like or like some people like we we put so much again putting value on these different careers that we like that makes all this money but like i think we need to take out this class this idea of like Oh, you you do this kind of job. You must you must not right. have it all together. No, people genuinely love so many different types of. Careers. I want to do stunts on a bike. Yeah, or just like, <laughs> or people who like I like who like just like fixing bikes. I like I think fixing. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. people who know stuff about bikes and how to like fix bikes. That's dope. Oh yeah, that's dope. Absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all them bike messengers and yeah aficionados. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like people's livelihood can be telling jokes too, but they could, like that that jokester could also have a a degree in actuarial science. You never know. Yeah, and also just the fact that like what you're passionate about doesn't always have to turn into what makes you money. Totally. Like that's yeah. what I've had to learn too. Like art, like as much as like I, yes, I do. I'm a graphic designer. I love doing graphic design. It is a creative field. Um, but like. I have to separate well, like what I'm passionate about in terms of art and painting and drawing away from like it being money like it just being for me because right. I feel like if a lot of times if we what if what feeds us what kind of gives us life if we try to make that into a money maker that takes away it takes away the special like what how right. it's special for us when too. it gets commodified and mm-hmm. when it gets yeah well, that's a, that's a good I think a good segue into kind of bringing it full circle with like you know how with like kind of where your your heart you found your heart with like graphic design and and visual art and that kind of stuff so you know you were talking earlier about like developing a theatrical personality and like leaning into these eccentricities well where did you kind of start finding like hey like this is making sense to me to like do art this way <laughs> honestly um well the fact that like oh this makes sense to me is just like honestly outside validation <laughs> from like teachers and other peers like oh i actually am good at art um mm. i think and honestly as much as like your own validation is the most important it also helps to have some outside validation too and um, which will led me totally. to do like summer programs with art like arts colleges like i remember i went to Mayad and did the pre-college program mm-hmm. to like further 
like strengthen my skills and I eventually went to a liberal arts school where the art again like I could like the art program like it would pair well with like the biology like department there and I eventually thought I wanted to be a, I, I wanted to be a biomedical illustrator and I thought we were great to marry those two mm-hmm. um but I think honestly um my current path journey with art and design really kind of started where I am right now with the trajectory I am on right now it all started actually after college um and I was like I was really unsure about myself like myself as an artist as a designer and I just didn't like I shouldn't just be I just need to figure something else out so I was like again working at a coffee shop and like had like a unpaid internship at Mm -hmm. a church doing graphic design Mm -hmm. uh, just like kind of keep up with some of like my skills and eventually I, I was back in Milwaukee after being out of Milwaukee for so many years and I was like well Milwaukee has some cool art things going on how can I get involved with Milwaukee art and um mm-hmm. I eventually found this opportunity um to do AmeriCorps as a community engagement coordinator with his organization in town um called Artists Working Education and I was like oh and I looked into it and it was like this cool cross-section between education art and more specifically community art and it was it kind of intimidated me a little bit because like oh it's kind of like some some stuff i'm not familiar with but i love art and i love making art with people so let me just try it out and through that i discovered i loved um being a teaching artist Mm -hmm. i loved (laughs) i loved working with young people and working with other people in general but like showing people that art doesn't have to be this elitist doesn't have to be this thing you have to be truly fully like know everything about art is meant to be the vehicle of problem solving of like confidence building and just connection to your community um and i've i I just really i i really have enjoyed yeah and it's just like i i don't know there's just watching people who didn't like who didn't think art could be something that they can learn from or be or even be slightly good at and just like be like oh i can make this oh i really learned something today oh i really got the chance to know something because of this art that was something that really kind of like that really kind of excited me and then i wanted to i wanted to um have like give those experiences to younger people like teenagers and adolescents um because i remember being that age and being like god i wish i had more of a our community because I, I like I grew up kind of more of like a in a sub like kind of like a, a sub I went to call like high school in a suburb where yeah I had art kids I hung out with but like I wanted someone with like more intention I guess some more intention um so I like a lot of teen art program and a lot of them were like were very talented young artists but still very hard on themselves in terms of like oh I just don't know what to do I'm not good at this even though I can see their talent and I felt like I was a hypocrite at the time because when I started doing it because like I wasn't doing so much of my own art at the time and I was like I really need to get back in touch of who I am as an artist mm-hmm. and I remember doing a I, I remember first um sorry I'm like okay let me just like start myself with other creatives and just like a low pressure setting so I started going to these things called creative mornings um they used to happen in person a lot and that happens worldwide um cream morning so it's basically like creatives of all types would get together to, like usually have like breakfast and the pastries and it was like like a lot of local like restaurants would come in and like vendors would like hang out and there would be like event would be like a talk or a workshop that would happen and the first one i went to was actually for uh black paint studios mm. um at the um the, ter- the villa terrace um museum and nice. I remember I learned a little bit about them beforehand, but like this was like an opportunity. I really understood who they were. They were at the time these two, these two women who talked about just sexism um, in just the creative field and how mm-hmm. they really wanted to break out of that and do whatever, like do what they really wanted. Mm-hmm. And I was just like so inspired by them. I really loved their message and just the fact that like. I I I felt like again like this sounds cliche but, cliche but like I felt empowered I like I yeah. just loved being able to see oh I can have this for myself I can yeah. this is something viable for me even though I'm like in a weird space right now where I don't feel like I, I have that power I can um and I eventually and then months later actually Black Paint they um opened up their uh, creative um, leaders fellowship mm-hmm. that they have pretty much every year 
And I was like, you know what? If I, I'm going to try it out. Let me just try it out. Let me just, let me just apply <laughs> for it. Do a little something, something. And I applied for it. And I like, they're like, hey, we want to interview you for this. I was like, that's cute. You want to talk to me? Me? <laughs> and I remember at the time, like, the art I shared was like, yeah, this is me, I guess. This is me. Mm-hmm. And just being honest about who I was and where I was in my life and with art and just being like, I'm just here to do something for myself and I really want to like ignite for what art means to me but also be able to collaborate with people who have who align with my values and morals in terms of how I do art yeah and also potentially make more money off it because there's nothing wrong with making money. A little more money a little more money <laughs> yeah I got I got the fellowship and it was I think that was like like a very big turning point for me but like oh wow I I'm I'm actually doing the things I, the steps I wanted to take into who I wanted to be as an artist. And this is early, early 2020. And mm. I really, I really, I love the opportunity to be working with Black Paint Studios. And I still, I still like Katie. Um, she's, Shout out. Yeah, love Katie. Love Katie Elias. She is like one of my mentors and also somebody who, like I've seen grown too with her own business too, even though like I like met her I'm like she has it all together and she's like <laughs> and she's like she's like, No, I'm still learning so many different things yeah. too myself. Um and that was just during a time where like I was discovering like I, I just felt like more and more of myself and not feeling I had to rely on a lot of different connections and like ideas of who I was that I created about myself um, during kind of like a time where I was, I, I, f- I felt like I, I had no potential to mm-hmm. be what I was, you know, what it could be. Um, and I, I just felt like I really grew. So I started like a lot of momentum, like what I was doing as an artist and a designer. And then March 2020 came around and we had to yeah. go back inside for a bit for a bit yeah yeah and um we're still inside we're still outside um for most most of the time yeah and again that was even a time too for me to reevaluate who was an artist as well especially during the time i um, like the george like like the the momentum the aftermath of what happened with george floyd and brianna taylor um mm-hmm. that also sparked a lot within me of like how am i how am i doing how am i how am i as an artist like doing something for myself but also doing for people i'm connected with people in my community mm-hmm. people in black community yeah. people in the queer community um like how am i doing serving how am i how am i doing justice for them too totally um so doing more art around artwork around that as well and um, that led me to a really good opportunity with Lit here in Milwaukee. Shout out to Lit. Shout out to Lit. Big shout out to Lit. Um, Leaders Igniting Transformation, for those who don't know. Yeah, since 2017, um, I believe. And I remember, like, I applied for um, a position with them doing, like, their social media. But they're like, hey, you're, like, okay at social media, but you're not too bad at graphic design. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up doing, still, still as day, doing graphic design with them. And... Being again, like being able to do that really great intersection of of art and advocacy, and working with people who are passionate about the community, while mm-hmm. also still working as a teaching artist and a program manager with the AWE Arts yeah. Education at the time. So doing a lot of different stuff, and eventually, like as I grew more and more, I was like, I'm I'm, I'm ready to try something new. I'm ready to yeah. try something new. Yeah, I, and yeah, I um, yeah, and I started doing more commission work, doing more illustration work, and um, you know, landed myself in um. <laughs> currently, I'm landed myself doing um graphic design work um for a black owned, black woman owned company, um doing um I like to like uh, doing, let me see the word I menstruation. Uh, mm-hmm. menstruation products so doing a lot with like tampons pads but yeah. also talking about it's normal to like normal like making talking about vaginas like normal it's right. normal and just like conversations around it and also the relationship of of that being like a person of color to us sometimes as well and but working with a team of black designers and um just feeling 
I'm feeling, I think for the first time in a while, like validated yeah. in my journey. Um, Good. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. That's that's wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. And... <laughs> but yeah. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, I think that your evolution as, like, self-actualizing yourself, um, you know, with how you're bringing your, your creative expertises um, into a way that not only is fulfilling for yourself, but also, you know, helps um, impact the community. And, you know, I'm always proud of you for, you know, continuing to move in the, into the direction that you see fit, like, just by listening to yourself. Um, see, Pippa's proud of you. Look at her. Um, thank you. I'm, I'm proud of Pippa. Pippa has come a long way in terms of... She has. Yeah. I have a couple fun questions for you following up on, on your journey. So for one, what are some of your biggest like artistic influences? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this is... I, I feel like I have quite a few, actually. And it's just... I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I think it was <laughs> the first ones. The first, I think. Okay, musically, even though I'm not a musician, I love music. But I feel like the first, like the three that come to mind for me, music are Kate Bush, Susie Sue, and Karen O. Like I just love what they've mm-hmm. like what they've done for music. Um, oh, yeah. I think they're wonderful. I li- like to listen to a lot of their music when I do artwork, um, or just go about my day to day life. Mm-hmm. In terms of like artists, um, I think a lot. I think an artist, I learned not only about like the work, but also like the person behind the work. Like being vulnerable about not only about your art, but who you are. Um, her name is Fran Fran Men- Menez Menez um, or Fran Nerd. She's an um, a Chilean uh, illustrator who's um, who is currently living in Brooklyn. Mm. Um, just just one of the most sweetest humans I've ever witnessed. Um, on the internet, um, her literally her her brand is called We Are Nice Humans, and I I just, I just so appreciate watching her her growth and just like willing to share her knowledge about like being like a self employed illustrator and and just being so open about her life. Um, I, like um, I I highly just looking at her YouTube um her YouTube channel Fran Nerding also on like YouTube like uh. I've just always found so much joy, just like just like the simplicity of her life too, how she shares it too. It's mm-hmm. very it's very Instagrammable, but also still very earnest and like authentic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, I, I think in terms of like um, again like style wise, um, this um, illustrator Laura Callahan, um, Callaghan, she's like a um, I think I'm saying that right. She's like a English um, like illustrator with like very bright colors and like always has portrayed like like women and people with like not afraid to show like the disgust in how they're feeling yeah. and their disgust around the world but also show mm-hmm. it in such a beautiful way of like different colors and and patterns um and honestly locally uh i'm i love a, like a lot of different local artists actually recently yesterday i picked up oh, a we're print. gonna do some shout outs yeah soon. i recently picked up a print from linnea sprawls big shout out to linnea's linnea. done a couple of my tattoos and i brought like a really amazing print from her she like she's also like in her own right a teaching artist too mm. and i've i've worked I've been able to have a chance to work with her too. I just always loved her work and I love seeing her grow with her, her tattoo work. Um, other local people. Oh my gosh, it's just so many. I, I just love all, honestly looking at a lot of the artwork of people in Milwaukee. There's just so many different. Yeah. There's a lot of different things going on. And like, I, I feel like right now it's really inspiring. Like I want to get, I don't even think I was really in, in the art scene in Milwaukee. I was just kind of like, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be over here doing my thing. I want to be actually. <laughs> so I'm like, I sound like such a child. I'm like, I want to do that too. But um, <laughs> I I just love seeing kind of just the the breadth of like creativity in Milwaukee, and it just be feeling like yeah. I live in artistic city. Um, trying to think of other. <laughs> I just I just really no, like it's... people. I like people. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I really like looking at people and just Fuck watching yeah. them live their life. I thought it's all about right. No, like yeah, it's it can be as simple as that. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, fascination with your surroundings is it does breed a lot of inspiration. What are you gonna say? 
I also really love drag queens. I <laughs> love. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I think I'm just. You know. Do you watch Drag Race? Of course I do. Of course. Oh. Of course. Yeah. I just. I. I just really. I think honestly, just like the, especially over the years, how much like the drag scene, or just more so, how much like is shown the breadth of like gender and sexuality like expression mm-hmm. like it is for everybody and just like the the different modes of like communication expression it can take yeah. is really beautiful and i just think again it's another way of performance oh I absolutely I love, I love it <laughs> smashing Jeez. um Jeez. tell us how you became honey snub <laughs> 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 um, it, all, it all started in, where all good decisions happened in college. Um, where I, I was like junior of college, I believe. Um, I was living with my my dearest, dearest friends um, from college. We call ourselves uh, the Harpies, which mm. is if you don't know what a harpy is, it is the body of a vicious bird and the head of a more vicious uh, woman. Oh, wow! Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, um, we were living in this, technically, we would always, like, have this reputation being, like, a haunted mansion on campus that was converted into, like... Oh, you didn't mention the school, by the way. Oh, Augustana College in Rock Island, Illinois. Augie. Shout out to the Quad Cities. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, and we, uh, where was... Oh, yeah, so I was living with them junior year in this haunted um, mansion converted into apartments for college students and I remember like oh, I have an Instagram I have to go off to study abroad I need to mm-hmm. show people what I'm doing when I'm abroad um, <laughs> at the time I was just really into like honey as just like sometimes being, you gotta be in yeah sometimes it calls for it yeah you know? being like this multi-purpose wonderful thing of life I just, and um, I was very much like, oh, honey, uh, you know, you, you need to have raw honey. You need to, like, oh, the best honey for you is whatever is harvested three miles away from where you live. Um, so oh, yeah. I just had this, I like loving honey and just, it's just a weird way. And I'm like, I'm honey, honey is fire. It is really good. And I'm like, I'm a honey snob. <laughs> when I was a kid, this was really bad. I used to, uh, I would eat honey nut Cheerios, but I didn't think they were honey enough. So I would like add my own honey to the honey nut Cheerios. That's just just be a hedonist. It's okay. Just so much honey. <laughs> I think I probably, probably do that too. I love peanut butter honey sandwiches. Oh yeah, that. that's good. Yeah. Well, that's rad. Um, um, so my last question, um, really, um, is Audrey. I mean, I know some of the stuff because we talk. Obviously, you know, or we hang out, but uh. You know, um, for the sake of the record, uh, uh-huh. if you would share what some of your goals are as a creative in the time to come. I mean, you've you've um, you've shared some of your your plots uh, over the last few months, and you've got some neat ideas. And um, and you know, I, I I think that what what where do you see what do you see yourself like going directionally from here? <laughs> Evil laugh. <laughs> it's funny as um, as many creatives, people that ADHD, ADHD, and the and people, or just people in general, who have like all these ideas. I feel like again, a lot of ideas currently a little, a little bit stuck. Not with my career, luckily. Well, but yes, career <laughs> definitely not with my career. Definitely not with my career. Um, but in terms of my artwork, my own personal work, I'm a little stuck. And I, I'm so I just so proud of seeing people um, sharing their artwork and online and social media. Like I'm grateful for that, but then also understanding like it's okay for me to make artwork that people don't see. So mm-hmm. trying just to make more artwork that people no one's gonna see. Maybe no one's gonna see. Hey, doing maybe, it for you. you know? Maybe my cat. Oh, Shout out to Allie. I love my cat. I love uh-huh. Allie. She's so beautiful. I love her. <laughs> Um, like I've always talked about how I wanted to make puppets. But I think it's a great way to get all these voices out. Yes, get all these voices out. That's one way. Um, 
Again, making getting back and making artwork. I do again like I have all these ideas. I'm not even getting them on paper, just like writing them down. Love to mm-hmm. just get more of those ideas. I wanna be bad at art again. Like in terms of just like making like when I say bad at art, I mean just like not afraid just make something yeah. and it not being awesome. Just be like just don't be just be bad at bad at art again. Yeah. Um and then, You're always a student to what you do. Yeah, exactly. I love that. We love that. We love a student. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, just I want to get back into. I also want to again. Unfortunately, I I'm not doing teaching art right now. I'm not teaching art, but I would I would love to have the opportunity to like do more teaching art work in the maybe in the future. I think I just right now I need to do more art for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to mirror i have technically kind of a mural on locust like the, the bridge mm-hmm. um i want to do more yeah. <laughs> i really do more murals i like to make bigger art i want to make bigger art big really big boom really really big, big. Boom. or tiny like we love a little small spaces everybody needs a little art um and honestly think outside how i'm an artistic person outside of actually like my interpretation of art like i feel like i'm a creative artistic person in terms of like how i entertain people i love i love being able to have people over for like a meal and like have like be able to set a mood a setting Mm -hmm. for people to feel entertained and loved and welcomed oh yeah um i make some good chicken (laughs) you do (laughs) i became kim made some chicken a few weeks ago and it was a uh, sublime. It was a nice. It was a spiced coconut chicken with rice. <laughs> I really want to advocate for the fact that I love that people are trying to get in touch with art history. In terms of like this is a oh this is a renaissance you know the meme of like this is a rena this is a modern renaissance painting. Yeah. I really one day want to make a video about people's idea of renaissance is not renaissance. They're thinking of baroque art. I need to make a video about, uh, like, an essay, just, like, a silly essay about the difference between Renaissance art and Baroque art. Not only Renaissance art, but also different regions of Renaissance art, um, particularly, like, Renaissance and Baroque art, and also talking about the Golden Age of, like, in the Netherlands mm. and how much that... <laughs> yeah. I really need to go... Shout out to Dr. Morris at Augustine at College, um, who was my art history advisor, and also Calvin and Vicky and Dr. Goebel. <laughs> Honestly, it opens the doors of just understanding so many different things. I, I have to make the vid. I, I'm just—it's getting me fired up. It's such a silly thing. Baroque versus Renaissance art, and yeah. people, the other art people, art people out there, are just people like, yeah, and people are like, who cares? Who cares? I understand some people don't care, but you know what? If if only two people watch this video that I'm going to make about the difference between Baroque and Renaissance art, I've done my job. I did it for me. That's right. So be it. And that's time. Yeah. Uh, that's on period. <laughs> that is on period. Mm-hmm. Audrey, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me over. Are you gonna say anything? I want to do my impression of you. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. So Audrey has an impression of me that apparently she's been doing to a lot of people, and they're like, "It's really good." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Really? <laughs> well, uh, enlighten me." Um, I'm trying to think. Um. This is gonna be my impersonation of Ben um talking about Circus World. Which we just went to a few just days to, ago. Yeah, yeah. He's like So uh, so, so Ben, what would you say how how Circus World went? Well kinda got it off to a rocky start as we found out that uh Circus World Museum is in fact not open on the weekends, which is kinda fucked up. So <laughs> we had to go on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucked up. <laughs> Why isn't Circus World open on the weekends? Kids love the circus. The families love the circus. They go to shit on the weekends. Come on. But yeah, no, we had to go on Friday. But yeah. anyway, continue. But we enjoyed it afterwards. After anyways, uh. We did. We had a really had a really nice uh, lunch at a Broadway diner. <laughs> <laughs> really nice burger, you know, really nice burger. Uh, and we went out to Wisconsin Deer Park. 
where we got to um, hang out with some bucks and does. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sleepy. I had the 414 show at Cactus Club the other day, so uh, I had a little Betty Bye time on the way back. <laughs> so, Audrey, as we're closing out here, I ask everyone the same two questions, and it feels good to ask these because it's been so long. Um, but uh, what keeps you up at night, Audrey? Uh, well, definitely McKay Alley, and I would have to say probably um, podcasts that I listen to at night, particularly right now, Behind the Bastards and Morbid. Right on. They're really good podcasts. Also, just general anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the flip side of that, what puts you to sleep? Um, definitely um, listening to, like, sound soothing stuff, so, like, definitely this one sound i don't remember what the name of the podcast is but like it's like the sound of rain falling on a tent mm-hmm. i like that um or like it like cityscape ambiance <laughs> love me a train going past anything. some honks in the distance yes I love- <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's a good yeah. <laughs> yeah well thank you for being on the show yeah of course that's right dream team baby um so for everyone watching um I'll be tagging uh, honeysnob.com so you can check out Audrey's website. Thank Uh, you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for everyone who has been supportive and loving and caring and, you know, has been affirming uh, in the last year. And uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers, babies. Bye. (laughs) Bye.